Hello and welcome to Smash Hit Sports. I'm your host, Cody. We have an incredible, incredible uh, episode for you this week. The NFL is back. I have a great, great guest with Jill Bijol. I'm hoping I pronounced that correctly. Did I you get it right? You actually nailed that. Let's go. I have been, dude, I've been hyping <laughs> myself up that all week for this. I was like, I, I'm going to nail her name first try. I'm not even going to ask. Can't wait. Jill is absolutely incredible, comes to us from Vegas Insider. She's hosted the Insider Minute there, but she's also host of the She's Game Obsessed podcast, which you can find on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all of the places that you can find podcasts. Jill, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to be here. And we're, which the NFL being back is great. Yes. We don't have any breaking news this week, which is good, I guess. We don't really have any no news big injuries. Outside of, no I guess, the, yeah, Trubisky being the starting quarterback um, announced for the Steelers, which I guess we Is all kind of knew. Yeah, yeah. we, we kind of knew that going into it. So, um, yeah, but super excited for NFL to be back. Um, just a reminder for everybody listening, we do a twice weekly show. We're doing Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're on YouTube and Spotify, so be sure uh, to subscribe so you don't miss anything. But we have... Um, we're going to start with a super superlative segment. So the old uh, superlatives from high school, uh, most, li most likely to succeed, all of that stuff. Um, we're going to run through it with the NFL real quick. And I'm really interested, Jill, to, to hear um, who you got for each of these. But let's start with the most popular, most likely to succeed. Cool. So I actually, I did this uh, not even just week one centric. I kind of did like a full year centric. Awesome. Um, and I went with a rookie and I was looking at Aiden Hutchinson. Um, I think he's hundred percent going to be the rookie defensive player of the year. And he's just going to become that major part of that lion's D that they've needed. And I, it's only going to go up for him, whether he stays with the lions or goes elsewhere. It's only going up. Yeah. And I, is he the favorite to be defensive player of the year? He's gotta be I close. I think right now, I think he is up there as being the favorite. Like, yeah, yeah, that should be a fun one. Um, I think the Lions have a lot of fans excited. I think that part of that is mm -hmm. the hard knocks um, runoff. But Dan Campbell, I mean, he gets me going. He gets me ready to run through a brick wall. Um, I, I agree. Oh, he's just such a – he's a football – like, if you could build a football coach in a lab, it would be Dan Campbell. It's well, beautiful. It, I love that. Accolades are impressive, and I'm glad they did touch on that in hard knocks because – it really is impressive. Uh, yeah, and I, I can't wait to see what the Lions do this year. My most likely to succeed, I'm going with the Vikings offense as a unit. Like, the, the amount of weapons that they have is incredible, and they had all those weapons last year. But going from Mike Zimmer as the head coach to Kevin O'Connell, who was the offensive coordinator for the Rams, I think he is going to unlock another dimension for this offense. Uh, Justin Jefferson has already been quoted as saying, like, I can see why Cooper Cup was so open last year. I'm so high on this Vikings offense. I'm sure we'll talk about them later in our uh, week one slate, but I cannot wait for how they look this year. That's, uh, you know, that's a surprising one. That one, I I don't hate it, but I don't absolutely love it. It's only because of Kirk Cousins. That's it. That's, that's my only. Jill, Jill, <laughs> don't let me down here. That breaks my heart. I'm excited for the Vikings this season. I think that they are finally going to bring some fierce competition to the Packers because that's that's really who they're bringing competition to. 
It's just Kirk. He he. We'll see. <laughs> we will see indeed. Um, speaking of, hopefully you don't have Kirk for uh, this next uh, superlative, or I'm gonna feel really dumb. But class clown. I, I stayed in the NFC North. I actually went with Aaron Rodgers, and I just went off of it because I just watched a. It was like a week or so ago the barstool interview he did. Yeah, um, yep. and if yeah, if you haven't seen it, any of you li- people listening, highly recommend. It was just one of those off the cusp, just the delivery of everything was just perfect, and that's the only reason why I would go with him is because of watching that recently. Oh, I I love that. Um, I'm glad that Aaron Rodgers has become more media friendly. I know he's on the Pat McAfee mm-hmm. show every week. Um, was recently on Joe Rogan and. It's cool to see some of these quarterbacks actually open up and talk to people because yeah. I feel like, especially like mid to late 2000s, early 2010s, like quarterbacks were like, hey, we're dialed in, we're focused, we're not doing social media, we're the buttoned up. Like, yeah. It's okay to have a personality. Have you know? fun. Like, That's what it's all about. I know, right? Um, <laughs> speaking of quarterbacks, my class clown is the entire Seahawks quarterback room. Um, oh, that's, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, actually, I, veto, my, veto mine, that's the winner. Man, if you want to talk about a position that had every opportunity to get better this season, like they had the draft and they passed on Willis oh, yeah. and Ritter and all the like all the young guys. And then they had free agents and they passed on all of them. And then they had Jimmy G, didn't it make the trade there? Maybe they know something we don't know. <laughs> like I, unless Drew Locke somehow got his hands on like the Infinity Gauntlet or something that I am not aware of, or like they've found some new sort of like Jameis Winston training method, but it actually works. Um, we'll see. I do not have a lot of faith in the Seahawks offense this year. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but so a little different on this one. We're gonna go. We're gonna keep keep it positive. Most unforgettable. So going off of kind of a pick you uh, had for most likely to succeed, I'm picking Justin Jefferson. I feel like this is going to be a huge year for him, and he will have a massive impact on the Vikings' offensive line this season. Uh, I just think he's going to constantly be spoken about and brought up throughout the season. So that's, that's where I'm going with him. I wouldn't be shocked if at maybe not this year, maybe it's next year, whatever. I could see Justin Jefferson breaking the – receiving yards record in a season like i don't i, I, I agree that, that's not out of the realm of possibility for it. he's just that good yeah uh, it's, yeah it's, it's crazy being a like i'm a big college football fan as well and seeing like justin jefferson was the second best wide receiver on that offense with joe burrow and jamar chase mm-hmm. like that is just absolutely insane he has done so well um at the next level my most unforgettable we're, we're sticking with the purple but different team Lamar Jackson. I, I almost like picked that. Ugh. The amount of hate that he has gotten over the last like year or so, which seems kind of unwarranted. Like he was hurt yes. last year. He didn't have the opportunity. His weapons are still not great. I think, and like the contract extension, I don't know if the Ravens are just not giving him what he wants, whatever. Yeah. He's going to get paid, and I think he's going to ball out this year. I, I feel like we forget that three years ago he was an MVP. People forget a lot about Lamar, I think, because I remember uh, watching his that first season when he came on, and I remember I 
great friends of mine who are from Baltimore, diehard Ravens fans, making fun of them, saying, oh, the Ravens aren't going to do anything. And then that year happened, and it it still is in my mind. And I know what he can do. I know what he's capable of. And it's only a matter of time till that Lamar is unleashed and back out there again. I agree 100%. That spin move he put on the Bengals his rookie oh, yeah. year, it gives me nightmares. Like, I am a <laughs> Bengals fan, and that play haunts me. Um, <laughs> so uh, I hate I hate that Lamar Jackson's that guy, but damn, is he different. He is just different. Um, we're we're going to keep this one um, maybe not so positive. Most likely to get upset. I went with Odell Beckham Jr. because that's just, for me, the obvious choice. Ooh. For any, he's upset and has an attitude and is loud about everything. Uh, that's interesting. I'm interested to see what, like, if he gets a call, like, middle of the year, like, what that looks like if he doesn't end up on a roster this year. Injuries suck, um, especially, you know, when they knock you out, like, of a Super Bowl. Obviously, mm -hmm. he, they won, which is great, you know, for him, but. Damn it, it sucks. So we'll see where I have no do you have any inkling of like where he's going to end up playing? Is there anywhere you want to see him end up playing? I think hmm, I'm gonna so two parts. I know there's talks about him going to the Bills right now. I absolutely would hate that. I think that Bills offense, defense, the just the team is so well set. I don't want to see him come in and kind of fudge that up some. But uh I think it'd just be for fun. The Dolphins with Tyreek and have another weapon for Ooh. Tua. Ooh, that would be. You want to talk about some weapons? Having right? Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Odell Beckham Jr. would just be unbelievable. Unbelievable. I think so. <laughs> Ooh, that, I love that. Um, my most likely to get upset. I actually stuck with Week One on this one. Um, we'll talk about the game later. I am going with the Washington Commanders. Um, I think Ooh. they lose at home against the Jags. People are going to be talking about Carson Wentz. It's going to be chaos. I love it. But we'll talk, we'll talk more about that game later. I, ooh, I love a good upset. It's, it's not like... <laughs> don't we all? NFL upsets don't hit the same as like college football upsets, but they, uh, they still make you, make you feel something. Oh, they're still there. They're, yeah. So we're going to go on the opposite side of the coin here. Most likely to upset someone. So I'm going off of the Ravens. Uh, I seem to be kind of tailing off some of your picks. I picked Justin Tucker. Uh, he is that winning weapon for the Ravens. I mean, we still talk about that 66-yard field goal. Yeah. Uh, he's going to come out. He's going to kick a couple field goals to win a couple of games, and it's just going to be that upsetting thing for teams and every the players. He is truly just a different breed of oh. of weapon. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. It, I'm like seeing that record be broken. Awesome. I hate that it had to happen against the Lions. Like I, you just chalk up the amount of things that that Lions fan base has had to deal oh. with. That is just like the sprinkles on top of the ice cream there. Like the crazy part is he broke a record the last time they played against the Lions. And I want to say, I think it was also the longest field goal or it was like his personal record of longest field goal he broke a record of against the lions on their previous game too. So that something is just, about those lions. Just absolute heartbreak. I guess the stars come out to play against the lions. Um, am I most likely to upset someone? I'm going with the Raiders and I'm taking this season Ooh. long. I'm taking, I think they win that division. I think that they made the moves. I think we're 
Devonta Adams and um, Derek Carr are going to be incredible together. I can't wait to see what that team looks like. And I know that the NFL as a whole are like, they seem to be big Patrick Mahomes people, you know, and understandably. I'm not on it. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the game. But like you, he's on all of the promo stuff, all of this, all of that. And then the Raiders are going to ruin it all by winning that division. So see, I, I'm a little opposite with you. I'm taking chargers, but I, I still don't think the chiefs are going to be the top of that division. We are chiefs haters. Love that for us. <laughs> We're going to be on the right side of history here. Um, last one here. I'm interested to see, this is one that I loved asking uh, my first guest. And I'm, I'm really excited to ask you here. Best dressed. I took Derrick Henry. I remember his 2021 honors. He did this like bright yellow monochromatic neon yellow suit. And it just sticks vividly in my head. It sounds awful if you don't see the photo of it. But when you look at, if you look up the photo and see it, he just nails it and he pulls it off so well. So I'm excited to finally have him back. One, to watch him play because I love watching him play. But two, get some of those good outfits in there. Yeah, we'll uh, throw an image of the Derrick Henry yellow suit. I just pulled it up here. He is a walking highlighter. Yeah. It looks good. Like there Nails are, it. Nails there's it. There's not many people who could pull that off. I think Derrick Henry did it. Yeah. I'm going to go with some on-the-field swag, though, for my pick. I'm going with the Bengals all-whites. When they rock the white tiger helmet mm -hmm. and the all-white unis, I think they're going to look incredibly clean. I think it's coming week four, Thursday night football against the Dolphins. I yeah. would have to look, but I like it. Oh, I, I like, obviously I'm incredibly biased. I'm a Bengals fan, so <laughs> I'm going to be, I think yeah. that Bengals white tiger helmet is going to be one of the best alternate helmets we see all year. It is going to look sweet and I cannot wait. The Ooh. only time I think that's going to get topped. Cause I, I agree. I think that is going to look amazing is next season. The bucks are bringing back that creamsicle orange old school uni. Those, I hate 90% of throwback jerseys. Like there's a reason a lot of these jerseys should stay in the past. The old Packers jerseys, terrible. Yeah. The Steelers yeah. Bumblebees, awful. Absolutely not. Awful. Those creamsicle jerseys are one of the best in sports. I'm mm -hmm. so glad that they are bringing them back. Next season though. So you have one year. <laughs> Some to look forward to is if we don't already have a full season ahead of us, we're now looking on to 2024. Love that for us. <laughs> Oh, man. So let, let's get right into the NFL week one slate. We start off with an absolute banger of a game. Bills at Rams in L.A. Bills are two and a half point favorites. Over-unders 52 and a half. How do we feel about this game? So I'm going to be fading the public here. The public is riding high on the Bills. I like the Rams in this matchup. I think that this is Precursor, potentially, of maybe a Super Bowl matchup we could see this season, um, in which by the end of this season, you're going to see two very different teams. But the Rams, I think, have the power right now, in my personal opinion. Give me that money line. I Obviously, give me their two-and-a-half spread. Ooh. And I'm going to throw a little out there kind of spicy, crazy pick. I think I like the under. I think both defenses are really going to be putting in a lot of work. I'm going to agree with siding on the Bills here. It looks like 68% of the public, or sorry, mm -hmm. siding on the Rams. It looks like 68% of the public is on the Bills. Um, I kind of like the over. Um, I know that's a pretty chalky play for the most mm -hmm. part, but I think having Trey White out is going to hurt 
um, def- the Bills defensively. So we'll see how that ends up looking. Um, mm-hmm. I do like the Bills to win, though. I think two and a half points. If I at that point, I'm just going to take the money line. I mean, I really, yeah. yeah. It, especially in a game that's going to be between like two good teams. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so moving on to Sunday, we're going to start early in the one o'clock uh, slate and keep it moving. Steelers at Bengals. I'm Bengals minus six and a half. I'm obviously, you know, I'm yeah. I am taking my Bengals. I am taking them. Um, if they got over, if the line got to seven, I think I would stay away. But six and a half, I'll take it over is 44 and a half. Where do you stand on this game? Steelers are going to be running the ball a lot. I And it, I feel like that's just the classic Steelers offense. And it has been the last couple of seasons. There's not many weapons that I like and that I'm seeing on that Steelers offense. Uh, so again, really looking at Najee. At some point, whether it's second quarter or in the second half, Bengals defense is going to get that number. They're going to know. They're going to be on top of it. They're going to make a lot of stops. So I very much agree. I like the money line for the Bengals. If I'm taking the spread, I agree with you. If it goes any higher, I'm not taking it. But that six and a half, I agree. And another one, I like the under. I think the the Bengals are really going to stop that that offense. As well as the Steelers' defense. It's hot right now. Midway through the season, we might be talking a different defense. Ooh, that's a spicy take I kind of like. It's Steelers defense every season. They start off great, and then they finish, and it's average. They they are a well-coached squad under Mike Tomlin, though. We'll see. This will be an interesting year for Pittsburgh if they finally have that because they've never had a losing season under Mike Tomlin. We'll see if that finally happens now. But um, I kind of like the under in this game, too. Um, If you're giving me opening week lines for division opponents, I think I'm going to take or lean under for most of those. we'll see um eagles at lions eagles are minus three and a half i don't know how i feel about this line over under is 48 this seems a little fishy i like if you would have been like hey cody you're gonna make the line for this game i probably would have put it at four and a half five and a half maybe but three and a half seems a little low yeah i so this is opening game for both of these teams and this is a huge game for both because you're looking at the lions who it's completely new for them and then the eagles there's a lot of new and starting fresh and a lot of hopes for the eagles to do very well um now the lions last 11 season openers have gone over so there's that that is a good stat to know i like that um and i kind of like the over i am leaning towards that the lions have also covered the spread in each of their last four games at ford field I am pulling for the Lions to win. I just don't think they are going to win. I'm taking the Eagles money line, but I do think I like the Lions keeping it close and winning their spread. I love that. I love that. We'll see. That's one where I'm interested to see if we get any sort of line movement at all as the week kind of goes on. Um, Looking at it now, 82% of spread money and 78% of the bets are on Philadelphia. So I wouldn't be surprised if you want to back the Lions to wait as we get closer to kickoff and uh, maybe you can get a better number than the three and a half. Yeah. Um, next Colts at Texans Colts have always seemed to have the Texans number, especially in Houston, which is weird. Um, Colts are seven and a half point favorites. It opened to eight and a half. So that line has dropped over under is 45 and a half. I'm really interested to see how the Colts look this year. 
Matt Ryan, yes. new quarterback, new system. He, for all intents and purposes, Matt Ryan was not good last year. Like he was an average quarterback, but not good by his standard because he's played so well for so long. How do we feel about the Colts this season? So I, I'm going to put my feeling towards the Colts is that same feeling when they got Andrew Luck. Like I just, I feel like it's an Andrew Luck era for the Colts. Now, granted, Matt Ryan is getting older. I don't know how much longer Matt Ryan will be around. Um, and another point I love to just make to people, Matt Ryan, if you ever look at his stats, he is a top performing quarterback. So I think that this is going to be a very good year for the Colts. I honestly, I think they take their division. I know they have the Titans, but really beyond Derrick Henry, I'm not seeing much out of the Titans that I think is super impressive. Um, so I am taking the Colts on this one on Moneyline. Now, the spread, I'm thinking that the Texans have that chance. Um, I think it is just close, and I think they will keep it close. But as for the over-under, I also... It's another one. I kind of like the over. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I have a play on the total in this game. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that Texans offense looks with a full year of Davis Mills being the guy. Because um, I thought he played well when he got the chance last year, mm -hmm. and it'll be interesting to see you know if they want to move with him going forward. But seven and a half is a lot. I don't know if I would. I would probably take the Texans to cover seven and a half at home. Um, We'll see um, <laughs> that this is a game that I really don't have a ton of conviction on either way. Yeah. Um, it, it looks like 70% of the bets are on Indianapolis. So if you are interested in fading the public, it looks like the Texans are the way to go. Um, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, fading the public is a good strategy, but I don't know if I trust it every single. I don't trust it in every play. scenario. Yeah. It's definitely a go by yeah, little, little game team. by game situation. Yeah. So um, we got Saints at Falcons. I'm going to keep this one easy. I think the Saints blow them out of the water. I don't think this is close. So a couple stats here. Seven of the Saints' last eight season openers have hit the over. And the okay. Falcons have failed to cover the spread in their last five home games. So exactly like you just said, Saints spread, taking the money line and over. I, I do still like that over. Yeah, Atlanta was one of the worst teams against the spread last year. They were 6-10-1, which makes it really uh, enticing to take the Saints here. Um, I'm excited for Jameis Winston. We'll see how he looks if he's healthy. Yeah. So, um, Ravens at Jets. Ravens minus 6.5, over 44.5. This is my favorite play on the entire slate. I have already put several units on it because I could not help myself. I love the Ravens minus 6.5. I agree. Very much. I think that, one, it's the Jets. I'm not anticipating much out of them. Uh, the Jets have lost each of their last four home openers, so there is that. As well as the Ravens have covered the spread in five of their last six season openers. So I think that, exactly like you said, this is a very easy one to go with for betting-wise. Take the Ravens spread. I take Ravens money line, and I like the under as well on this one. Oh, see, I... I'm against you on that. I kind of like the over. I think the Ravens defense does have some holes. Um, we'll see how Flacco looks. I, like everything in camp was like, yeah, Joe Flacco looks, you know, Flacco elite. 
Talk about a revenge game that like nobody was anticipating at the start of the season. It's like, or do we want to see? You know, you make a great point. Um, <laughs> you make a great point. I think would love to see Zach Wilson here, but uh, we don't get the chance. I agree. I'd rather see Wilson. No, well, there actually, I did see on Twitter a rumor. There's he's pushing to try to start week one, so maybe his recovery is on the up and up. I wonder how that would affect the line. I wonder how many points Zach Wilson, like a maybe not 100% Zach Wilson is worth, you know? Probably still the same as Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Love that. Um, let's do Patriots, Dolphins. Dolphins are at home. They're two and a half point favorites. I wonder the last time the Dolphins have been favorites against the Patriots. Over under is 46 and a half. I'm taking, so I'll just start off here. I am taking the Dolphins on the spread money line, and I like the over. The Finns have won eight of their last nine games, as well as the Finns have covered the spread in four of their last five games against the Patriots. I think that this is the Dolphins game to lose, really. I love that. See, I, I, was, I, was, I was hesitant to see you know what you were going to say about this one. I am so down on the Patriots this year. Uh, and maybe it's me reading too much in the offseason hype and this, that, and the other. But from everything that I've heard from every NFL person who's ever written an article, it seems like Matt Patricia or whoever is calling the plays for that offense does not have it figured out. Mac Jones doesn't look as good in his second year, and I would probably attribute that to the offense. Mm -hmm. I don't think they have any – the. Patriots legitimately could have the worst receiving core in the NFL this year, which is weird. Which, <laughs> yeah, and especially after all the draft capital that they've spent at that position. I just I, and I say this because I was born and raised in New England, and I grew up watching the Patriots, and it is it is my team. Um, I'm not on the hype. There's so many people I know, and so there, I see a lot of articles of people talking about the hype and why New England is not as bad as we think New England is. I'm, I don't buy it. I think that it is very much a massive reconstruction era for the Patriots, and I, I see the season being another just uphill struggle battle. Um, I don't. I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, I'm not in the front office, so I guess it's not for me to know. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. This is going to be one where, like, I will bet the Dolphins, but it's going to hurt me to press that button just knowing that I'm betting against Bill Belichick because I've lost yeah. quite a bit of money betting against Bill Belichick over the years. We but... all have. <laughs> <laughs> um, let, let's keep it a, a revenge game that we are actually maybe excited to see. Browns at Panthers, the return of Baker Mayfield. Panthers are two and a half point favorites. Over under is 41 and a half. I don't think the Panthers are going to be favorites in many games this year. I'm kind of no. shocked that they're favorites in this one. I'm not. I think the Browns to me are such a mystery and I don't, I don't know what they're going to produce. I think this game one is definitely going to be a great show of what they're producing and capable of producing. I do absolutely love Jacoby Brissett. I think he is a quarterback that is very underestimated in this league. I'm so excited he does get this time to shine. Uh, and I would be hopeful that he is successful and Deshaun doesn't have the opportunity to come back. That's a personal thought. but um, I, I don't, don't think, think you're alone in that sentiment. <laughs> yeah. I don't think this is the game for them, though. I think Baker has way too much amped up 
And it's one of those things that if he's on fire and he can get the team on fire and you get a good group of guys around you, um, and hopefully him and Robbie Anderson have squashed their, their beef. Yeah, which but, was a uh, weird Instagram beef for a minute there. Yeah, uh, but I, I like the spread for the Panthers. I'll take Panthers money line. And I'm taking the under because five of the Browns' last six games have hit the under. I'm with you on the under, but we are on opposite sides of the spread here. I and I'm not going to take the spread at two and a half. I'm going to take Browns money line. Um, it looks like it's plus 108. I just, if you were to remove the quarterback from the situation here, I think the Browns have a better roster at every level, both offensively and defensively. Um, I know they've regressed on the offensive line, um, but I still think that it's going to be good enough to be able to handle that Panthers front. And if you had to, if I had to invest my money on Kevin Stefanski or Matt Rule, I'm going to give it to Kevin Stefanski 10 times out of 10. I'm going to pick neither. Um, I think these are two, well, Browns, I, everyone knows there's no really going down a rabbit hole for them. The Panthers, the rabbit hole for me is how do you go from drafting Cam Newton, making it to a Super Bowl, performing so well, and then all of a sudden you just, fall off a cliff um I, I i hope to see some good turnaround for the panthers yeah i think this is a uh, make or break season for the matt rule era yeah. i would not be if they don't start winning games he could be on the hot seat pretty quickly mm-hmm. um 49ers at bears two second year quarterbacks we're finally going to get to see trey lance in his you know in the full trey lance experience We're going to get to see, you know, Justin Fields with a full year of like, he's actually going to be the starter instead of Matt Nagy pretending that Andy Dalton was going to be the guy, which was (laughs) so weird. Um, 49ers are six and a half point favorites over under is 41 and a half. Where I, I can't get a read on this game at all. I agree. This was definitely one of the games that when I was sitting down to do my notes, I, I was pushing it off towards the end. Um, I think at the the ultimate, I'm gonna take the 49ers on a money line. Now, I'm basing this off of the fact that the Bears have lost the last seven of their eight home openers. So, I think that it's very plausible to think that the 49ers cover their spread as well. Um, as for the under, I am taking that. Uh, seven of the 49ers' last eight season openers have gone to the under. That is some great info. I think you might have swayed me. <laughs> I think I might see if I can do, you know, one of, like a same game parlay, take 49ers money yeah. line and then bump that total up just a hair if I can get it to like 44 and mm-hmm. then take the under on both of those. Um I like that. I just, I don't have enough conviction on either side of the spread because Trey Lance is just so unknown. And that 49ers team really wasn't healthy for a good part of last year. Nope. And the bears, I just don't like, uh, we'll see what that offense looks like. I I just want to see what Justin Fields looks like without Matt Nagy. Like I, I, cause I'm rooting for the guy, but I agree. I, I just also, for me, I'm not part of the reason for me with the 49ers, why I'm not fully convinced is I get that they wanted to back up a good backup and they still stuck with Jimmy G, but that leads me to believe is that you know Trey Lance is most likely going to fail at some point in the year and you still have a solid backup that you can rely on. Um, 
that's where I'm a little niffy with that 49ers offense. Yeah, that whole situation was really just kind of weird, to be, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, moving on, the game that I know NFL fans have been waiting for all year. <laughs> I mean, when you talk like, hey, we miss football, this was the game that we were missing. Jags, Commanders, <laughs> Commanders are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home, which if the, like, three-point rule for being, you know, the favorite or whatever at home works – then they're actually thinking the Jaguars are a better team. Um, Over-unders, 43-and-a-half. I'm going to take the Jaguars. I'm going to take them on the money line. I talked about it in my, you know, superlative in the superlative segment. Jags upsets. Trevor Lawrence, he is him. Hemi Neutron, one of one, whatever all the kids on TikTok are saying now. <laughs> I think he is that guy. I think he gets to show it. Travis Etienne is going to be healthy. They brought in a ton of weapons. They brought in some new offensive line for him. I love the Jags. I don't disagree with you. I actually got a lot of hate on a TikTok video I did. I said that I think the Jags are going to have a winning record this season. I picked them 9-8, to eight, so not like a crazy winning record. record. Um, I think the Jaguars are a different team, and I'm really excited to see the Jaguars play. Um, as for the Commanders, I think they're also a wonderful team. I adore Ron Rivera. Um, he and is I wish such a good nothing coach. but success for him. Um, I just, it's not Carson Wentz. <laughs> Get rid of him, and I think the Commanders have an absolutely amazing team. He is what's going to hold them back the entire season. Um, so I very much agree with you. I, I'm taking the Jaguars. I would take them money line. I would take them spread. But I, I'm not sure what that over under i was leaning towards the over but i that's honestly one that i would stay away from yeah i would lean over as well but there's the washington defense was a tale of two halves last season mm -hmm. they were awful in the first half of the year that defense looked abysmal but they rounded into form the second half of the year they weren't a mm -hmm. top defensive unit by any means but they were at least better people so, were talking about them right but like Chase Chase Young not being healthy to start the season certainly doesn't mm -hmm. do them any favors. So um, we'll see. Raiders at Chargers. Chargers are three and a half point favorites. Over unders fifty two and a half. Love a good division game to start the year. I think this is the second highest total of the slate. So tons of points to be had. How do you feel? I'm just going right into this one because we already discussed the Raiders Chargers that AFC West division. It's going to be crazy. Um, now, each of the Chargers' last six games have gone over the total, while the Raiders have covered the spread in eight of their last nine home openers. I'm taking, if I was going to be betting on this game, I would stay away from it personally, but putting money on it, Chargers money line, Raiders spread, and I'm taking the over. I think Raiders keep it close. I love that. Um, the Chargers were close on total or against the spread last year. I think they were eight and nine. If mine, yep, they were eight and nine. Raiders were eight and ten against the spread, so they didn't cover that playoff game against the Bengals. We'll see how this division plays out. Um, <laughs> this is this is one of those games where I'm going to watch because the football is going to be incredible. I'm probably oh, yeah. not going to have action on it. Um, I don't. I think there's a little a too much. For me yeah. to personally spend money. 52 and a half is a, is a tall over, especially between division opponents to start the year. Um, 
See, I see this being a tennis match. I think it's going back and forth, back and forth. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I would probably lean under, actually. But um, it's a good thing we're not betting against each other, and we're just betting right? against the books. So or love that I'm for us. Not spending my money on this game. Period. Yeah. True. <laughs> true. 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 Um, Giants and Titans. Titans are five and a half point favorites. Uh, over under is forty three and a half. I'm on the Giants on this one. Um, I think I Dayball is a great coach. Um, I just don't think the Titans are. They. I don't think they improved marketably over last season. I think that they regressed. They lost AJ Brown. They brought in Robert Woods, but how healthy is he? Um, coming off that ACL tear, so um, give me the Giants in this one. I don't think they win outright. Um, I don't have that much faith in the blue, the big blue, but um, give me the give me the Giants total. I would lean under. See, I was going Giants take the spread, and I was actually confident in them taking the money line as well. Um, I completely agree with everything you just said about the Titans. There was not. There's not a positive I could say about the Titans offseason other than Derrick Henry is healthy. Um, if that's the if that's the best thing that you've got on an offseason, you didn't have a good offseason. Right. Um, and the other thing, so I'm actually taking, I think you just said the under, I am doing that as well because each of the Titans' last five games at Nissan Stadium have gone under. Love that. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to Nissan Stadium. but I have. Is, it a, like, is that a good environment? Honestly, so the best stadium I've ever been to was the Ravens. I The fans were just a lot of fun. Um, they put on this whole spectacle. So I'll just start off by saying that Nissan was fun, not because I thought that the stadium was super incredible, uh, but because the fans, at least the section I sat in, the fans around were lots of fun. They were joking around, buying a drink for me here and there, like... So the fan experience was great. Uh, overall, was it the most amazing or impressive stadium? I wouldn't say so. That's fair. That's fair. That's that's one stadium that like is on my bucket list. I might go this year, but we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. I think my favorite's probably Mercedes Benz, but I also didn't go for an NFL game. I went for a college football game. Uh, went for mm. the Peach Bowl a couple years ago. So I've heard um, great things. I haven't. Oh. I've been outside of it. I've yeah. walked by it, but no, I've heard great things. The the fact that you can go in there and get a hot dog for like two dollars is incredible. Cause but don't want Chick Fil A on a Sunday. That see that breaks my heart. <laughs> breaks my heart. Um, we're gonna keep it moving. This is the highest total of the slate. Fifty three and a half. Chiefs at Cardinals. This line has jumped quite a bit. Opened at three and a half. Chiefs are now five and a half point favorites. Over unders fifty three and a half. I would have taken the Chiefs at three and a half. I ain't touching this at five and a half. I take I'm I'm taking the Chiefs money line. I'm actually looking at the Cardinals for the spread. I think that there is a very real possibility they keep it close. I just don't have the confidence that they win outright. Um, but I'm staying away from the under on this one. I that is fifty three and a half scares me for both of these teams, really. It's a lot of points. I think that Cardinals defense might be abysmal this year, but I don't know. The The Chiefs lost some guys as well, so it'll be yeah. It'll I be interesting. I, I say this in like a nice way. I feel like these are very even-toned teams, uh, really, between the Cardinals and the Chiefs. That's true. This is also going to be an awful jersey matchup, just too much red. 
too, too much. much red. Um, this is one of my favorite games on the slate. Early division game. We'll get to see how things really look for a newly revamped Packers offense without Devontae Adams. We'll get to see how the Vikings look under a new head coach. Packers at Vikings. Packers are one and a half point favorites. This is going to be a close game. Total is 48 and a half. I'm writing the Vikings money line and I'm writing the under in this one. I think this is going to be a slugfest. I think that's, which is counterproductive to my Vikings are going to have the best <laughs> offense in football take, but we're, we can worry about that later. That's a season long take, not a week one take. Give me the Vikings outright. I think they have a good chance to win this division. And if they're going to win this division, you got to win the divisional games at home. So I don't disagree with you. I think the Vikings very much have the opportunity and chance to take the division. However, I say this because I just don't want to do it and be wrong. I'd rather do it and, or I'd rather not, I'd rather do it and be wrong than not do it and lose. Uh, Packers, I think, have the better chance of winning the division, and I'm putting that all on Aaron Rodgers. That guy has shown over and over and over that he is capable of doing it by himself. And so for that reason, I'm actually taking the Packers spread money line and I am leaning towards the over because seven of the last Vikings uh, last Vikings games have gone over the total. Uh, while the Packers have covered the spread five of their last six September games, and the Packers have won 15 of their last 18 games when facing an NFC North opponent. We are just so opposite on this game. Now, this I is contentious. I don't want to go against this, Aaron. This is I'd good podcast. go with him and be wrong than for me to go against him and then be wrong. See, but what if he's too he's too busy doing podcasts and all the media stuff? And what about all the narratives? that Like, it? this doesn't fit my prerogative, Jill. I had you to, on here to confirm everything that I wanted to say, and then now you're I'm, going against me, and I hate it. I'm not, I'm not against the Vikings. I really think that this is going to be a great year for the Vikings. I just, in a divisional matchup, that's I, Aaron Rodgers owns that division and has for the last 12, 13 years. I can't hate the logic. You have the numbers to back it up. Green Bay was 12 and 16 against the spread this year. So you, if you back Aaron Rodgers, you were going to be right more than you were wrong. I'm going to go out on a limb with this one. We'll, uh, we'll have differing opinions. The good news is, is we just have a few short days until we actually get to see it happen. I cannot wait. Um, two more games left. Sunday night football, Buccaneers, Cowboys. Wasn't this the Sunday night football, football opener last year? I'm, or it was the Thursday night opener. It, but I, this was the exact matchup. Yeah. I think it was just in Tampa. Now it's in Dallas. Yep. Which I... Don't know how that works. I thought college football was the only ones that did home and home, but we'll uh, we'll see. Buccaneers are two and a half point favorites. Over under is fifty and a half. Give me Bucks all the way. Um, I don't have faith in the Cowboys this season. I know that there's big talks of them and they'll make the playoffs in this, and I'm not doubting it. Uh, I just am not confident in the Cowboys, uh, especially against the Buccaneers. And I also want to throw in there, nine of the boys' last 12 games have gone under the total. So, Love that. I'm also on the Buccaneers. Historically, if you fade Dallas, you are going to make money there. One of the most publicly bet teams in the NFL, and that comes with being 
America's team, so I get it. However, I mean, you're never going to catch me fading Tom Brady. I don't no. care if he okay, is. Aaron, yeah, I'm not going against him. Uh, well, shit, this is going against everything I just said. In the last <laughs> team, shit. Um, <laughs> I'm still I'm betting on Tom Brady though. I don't care if he was on the Mass Singer. I don't care if him and Giselle are if their marriage is on the rocks. I don't what whatever. <laughs> Death taxes Tom Brady. Give me Tom Brady in this one. I'll take and avocado smoothies. Yeah, and the the weird tequila and ice cream that he drinks. Whatever. Um, Looked fun. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Last game, the real revenge game that people are actually talking about, Broncos at Seahawks, the return of Russell Wilson. We didn't have to wait long for it. Broncos, six-and-a-half-point favorites. Over-under is 42-and-a-half. Jill, tell me why I do not put my entire bankroll on the Broncos' money line to win this game. I can't because I'm taking Broncos all the way. I One, the Seahawks are not a team in contention for me. I would be surprised to see them get seven wins out of the season. Um, so there's nothing on this Broncos team. The Broncos, I don't think, are the utmost competitive in their division, but they have done a lot to be very competitive, and I think they are very threatening as a team. Um, Russ is on his revenge tour. And he's going to be victorious on this. Like I said, give me the spread, give me the money line. And I'm I'm going with the under, actually, on this one. I think it will be a just a quick, easy dagger to the throat for the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm going to lean the under as well. Um, one thing that does have me incredibly concerned, the public is all over the Broncos. It could not be more Broncos if you, if you wanted it to. of the money is on the Broncos. 91% of the bets are on the Broncos to cover the spread. I hate that. I hate being square. The Seahawks have a single chance. Like, what is your one chance that you think the Seahawks have? That's the thing. If you look at the, like, the, the Broncos have a better defense. They have better offense. They have... I don't maybe better coaching. We'll see. Nathaniel Hackett's still unproven. They far and away have the better quarterback. Their receivers are they're close. They're not DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, but Corbin Sutton and Jerry Judy are still right. The offensive line for Seattle might be the worst in football. There's, I agree. Every, everything in me tells me to hammer the Broncos. Yeah. And I think the public's going to be the same way. We'll see. One time I think, collectively because i at least people i also know that are huge in betting are riding with the broncos and i think this is gonna be the one time you see vegas and the public have a very collective thought um and honestly i'm convincingly putting it out there that the broncos are gonna win and it's it's the right call hell yeah i love that what a way to end um we went through every single game um i'll try to put up a graphic of you know all of our picks and uh, we'll see if we can't make it look good. I've been working on my graphic design skills. They are terrible, Um, but we're working. We're working. We're improving part of the show. Right. Um, But Jill, thank you so much for coming on. Um, Please plug all. We'll have your socials in the description or everything, but for the fans who are listening to this, um, where can they find you on socials and all of your content? So all of my handles are it's Jill Bajol. Um, quick, simple, and easy. Uh, 
And then my podcast is She's Game Obsessed, which you can find Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google. It's kind of just everywhere. Um, and as well as YouTube. And I do a live stream of the podcast on my Tuesdays and Thursdays as well as then it records up and you can either listen to it as a podcast or go watch the YouTube video. Love that. Please check out Jill's stuff because she is absolutely incredible. Jill, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and for this podcast, please, uh, like once you get done listening to Jill's because she is so incredible, oh, yeah. come follow, back to this one. Subscribe, all yep. that. Follow, subscribe, all of that stuff. By the Share. way, his TikTok content is pretty pretty good so Look, we're working we're working on the short form game um i if you would have told me two years ago they're like hey you're gonna be on tiktok i would be like no i agree <sighs> i agree but hey Times change, so do people. I had to change. I will, uh, look, my dancing isn't great, so you're probably not gonna see any of that, but. Yeah, mine you'll... isn't that great either. My <laughs> well, videos have dancing, but it's not. <laughs> hey, it, better than mine, better than mine. But I appreciate y'all for listening. Be a friend, tell a friend if you like the podcast. If you don't, keep that shit to yourself. I appreciate you guys. <laughs> have a good one. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.